At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. All right, we back at it. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Yeah, West Coast, we're here. West Coast and all that. Uh, real quick, let me shout out to the homie Doc. Um, shout out to Doc. He reached out on IG, Ride With Doc. Salute to him. I uh, just want to start it off by, by showing some love for the people that show love to us. He said, got to give Chuck Dizzle and the DJ Head a whole and the whole Homegrown Radio team their flowers. Been repping everything noteworthy from L.A. for a decade at this point. Ear to the streets for sure. Salute. And I uh, jumped on the, the Apple podcast. And, uh, you know, what's funny is that people actually rate on the podcast. And we oh, appreciate it. We be telling people to rate, comment, subscribe. And, you know, people are actually doing it. And got a shout out. Damn, I just had to pull it up a second ago. Um, but, yeah, shout out to the people that are actually doing that as well, man. Showing some love on, you know, all the platforms that you listen from. Whether it's the Apple um Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, with this the iHeartRadio app, uh, wherever you podcasting at, we appreciate the love and just keep on sending that love. So keep on rating it, keep on showing the comments, and you know we'll definitely um, show you that love right back. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! Uh, now, last episode we kind of ended off on a kind of somewhat of a dark note, and I think it's kind of only telling that we kind of start back off on it and at least finish off kind of concluding what we were talking about because it kind of rolls into everything that's been going on literally within the last week. Um, and I was kind of talking about the whole revelations and feeling like this is what we're living through right now. What we're going through is if I've heard people say it before, like, yo, we're living in the times and, and I always be like, eh, okay, whatever. But one of the things that I saw recently was about these vaccinations. And you, you mentioned on the lab last podcast of how, you feel like we're going in a route of it's going to be mandatory for, for COVID-19. Um, yep. And that's going to be the route. And I kind of, well, I don't up- think it's going to be mandatory. I think that the, the COVID-19 thing is a real thing. And I think that in order for us to return to some sense of normalcy, I think that they're going to require like proof of COVID-19 vaccinations. Like if you want to fly on airplanes, if you want to attend sporting events, if you want to go to another country, this and that, I believe that, they're going to require some sort of documentation documentation to prove that you were vaccinated. Right. In my opinion, that's just my opinion. Which is a a good point because it's honestly, that seems like it makes the most sense, you know, like even thinking from like a childcare standpoint, like we were going to be putting our, we're going to be putting the baby, well, Charles, I can't, I don't even know what to call him a lot of times, a baby C3, whatever we call, we we call him, got different names for him, but we thinking about putting our kid in childcare and it was like, like, man, you know what? I don't really too feel too comfortable right now with doing that. Um, yeah. As of right now, obviously, we're going to have to do it. But I, the only way that people are going to feel safe is knowing that, you know, that there are, you know, that you've taken the best measures moving forward. And I think you're right. I think that's going to be one of those mandatory vaccinations, mandatory things that you have to do. My point with that, though, was that, OK, that's step one. That's phase one. What if and I'm I'm 
fast forwarding here, but let's just say hypothetical situation, right? They, they, they make it mandatory for certain things to fly for ch- childcare. There's ways around that. You can homeschool. You can, you don't have to fly. You I mean, you can take a bus somewhere. You can drive, right? If you, mm-hmm. you know, certain places. Now, what if the next phase becomes, okay, well, what we can just do is just put this chip in you and this chip will automatically get all the bullshit out of you. Right? Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily likely at this point, but I mean, we do see chips are implanted in people. These and are the dogs. things and dogs. It's happening in people too. Like it's happening. Yeah. What if that becomes mandatory? And my thing was that's more telling of what's in Revelations and the Mark of the Beast and the Antichrist and the things that we kind of left off with the last podcast. So I'm if tell you the truth, go ahead. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Uh, uh, I have an unpopular opinion. Okay, um, I know that. Okay, for instance, I know Elon Musk is experimenting with transcendence, and if you don't, if, if you know, our listener base don't really probably know what that is. I don't even know but, what that uh, is. I'm not gonna lie. What okay. is that? The hell is transcendence? <laughs> okay, so transcendence is they based a movie off of it with um I think it was Johnny Depp where he was able to transfer his consciousness into a computer. And then he spread himself via the internet all over the world and basically got into every every facet of, of technology. And then what he was able to do then was kind of create, you know how they clone humans and stuff like that? Right. He was able to create himself into, into, into form, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. So Elon Musk is experimenting with something called cyber, what is that shit called? I don't, I don't want to mess it up. Hold on, I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. It's called... Uh, Huh, Elon. So they're working uh, on something like right right now that's kind of similar to that. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, chip for brain. It's called Neuralink. It's a real thing. You can Google it. Uh, Elon Musk is, is experimenting with a thing called Neuralink, and he wants to be the first human being with uh, a brain that's enhanced with the, the microchip. And he's going to put this microchip in his brain and attempt to transcend his consciousness into a computer. So that way he doesn't expire, basically. So that way he may die, his body may go away, but his consciousness will continue to live on in cyberspace, essentially. That's a lot. We're here. (laughs) Welcome. Um, And okay. so So, okay. So here's the thing. Um, it doesn't scare me as much as it it used to when I was a kid going, going over Bible study and stuff like that. Um, and I think that comes with being at peace with whatever is happening right now. Gotcha. My only problem, like revelations, like the, like, let's say, let's really dive into it. Okay. So let's say like the locusts come and um you know i apparently like the earth will be destroyed in fire and not water anymore like, all, all i'm saying is that there's been a lot there's been a hell of wild wildfire uh wildfires lately you know what i'm saying hurricane laura and the mosquitoes been tearing my ass up more than ever lately bro <laughs> they used the word unsurvivable when they described the hurricane like hurricane laura is about to, is, is is out there going crazy in the south and I saw a thing online that said Hurricane Laura is now unsurvivable. If you are in its path, you Leave. need to evacuate immediately. It 
I've never seen that before in my life. I've never heard anybody say, hey, this, this is unsurvivable. This ain't you that. need to get out. I don't, okay, I, I, it, got, I got oh, something. So, so, hold, go on, hold on, hold finish on. Finish your thought. Yeah, go ahead. So what I'm saying is the book of Revelations, biblically speaking, doesn't scare me anymore. I'm no longer afraid of that because it's going to be what it's going to be. Right. And, and and so I was talking to Silas last night about all this shit, and it was just like, you know what? Do what you're gonna do, so I so I can do what I'm gonna do, and we gonna be we gonna be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I just said, like that says everything and nothing at the same time. No, what, so, what's what's what so I mean funny is that I I understand exactly what you're saying. You understand exactly what I'm saying, right? Like, and I was talking about. I, I was talking about, you know, my job. I was talking about personal relationship. You do what you going to do? Yeah. So I'm so I can do what I'm going to do and we going to be we going to be. be, yeah. be. <laughs> you I know mean, what I'm saying? That, so when I, when it comes to the book of revelations, when it comes to God, the universe, the earth, the earth, I heard all kinds of theories. I watch YouTube, think pieces, the the earth is cleansing itself of humanity. Uh, depopulation is happening. Revelations. God is coming back. I mean, Jesus is coming back. I don't heard it all. Yeah. Listen, man, do what you're going to do. So I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And we're going to be where we're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like, I kind of like think of it as like a hard reset. When your phone start glitching and it's new, new technology, new updates. You know what? Let me just power this motherfucker down. Just reset this. I think that's what we're going no. through right now. You know what? What the other part of it too is the the reason why I'm no longer scared about the Book of Revelations is because I feel like in real life there's nothing you can do. It's kind of like if like I was watching it before um, before we jumped on, I actually fell asleep. That's a whole other story. I was watching um uh you know Doomsday think pieces on YouTube. What if a uh um something the, the size of a grain of sand if something the size of a grain of sand hit the earth at, at light speed from outer space the earth would would be done it's over the grain of the sand i'm just saying yeah i, got I don't want to i don't want to get too far in down the wormhole but what i'm saying is there's nothing you can do anyway all this shit is teaching me teaching and should and should show everybody is we are not in control and no, there's nothing you can do at the end of the day but live your life and be good to other people I'd be good, be a good human because in real life, this shit can be over tomorrow. It could be over the next day. I hope it's not. And that's why I posted what I posted. I'm going to read you my tweet uh, this week. My tweet was <laughs> if the end of the world is near, someone let me know, please, so I can stop working out and have extra garlic butter on everything. That's Is where it? I'm at with it. Because there's no need to be living healthy. If, if Bro, it's why be am tomorrow? I doing yeah. 60 miles a week if this shit is weak? <laughs> If it like okay, I'm I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm gonna tell you a conversation I had last night. I was talking about um, it, like obviously we start to question our mortality. Now there's not even when it comes to the Book of Revelation. So I'm talking about being a black man in America. The way shit is going is fucked up, right? So I'm questioning my mortality. Like okay, and I'm telling my friend, I'm like, listen, in real life, if, if I'm really, if I'm doing a real life assessment. I give myself to 80 years old before I, I die of natural causes because of my eating habits. My eating habits are terrible. You give me yourself 80? 80? That's what I'm saying. The way I'm you, hoping. The way you eat? Eight, wait, okay. Listen, let me okay, finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm saying 80, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? 
I hope 80, 85. I would love to get to 90, maybe 100. I don't see it happening. Just keeping it real with myself. If I'm going to tell people their music is trash, I'm going to keep it real with myself. Based on my eating habits, I don't see myself making it past 85. That's in real life. So now that I've been honest with myself, it's like I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to extend that. Give me like an extra six months, extra year, 18 months-ish. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Whatever I'm going to live to, I'm trying to extend it another six to eight months, maybe even 18 months, maybe even two, three years. Cool. That's why I'm working out. I'm trying to live hell. I'm eating better and shit like that a little bit. But that being said, if none of us are going to make it to 80, somebody shoot me a text. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> somebody shoot me a text and be like, hey, hey heads up. This shit finna be over in two years. Uh, Bet. All right. I know what to do with that. I don't got to save my money. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to worry about paying these white people for this AC that I'm burning up because it's hot as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to worry about nothing. my credit card bills. Fuck them credit card bills. You know what I'm <laughs> I'll run it somebody up. shoot me a text. Yeah. Somebody shoot me a text and be like, just like, hey, it's over in three years. Bet. I ain't even mad. I'm just, I'll just be, I, I'm going to be, Chuck, tell you right now, you know how mad I'm going to be if none of us is going to make it, I don't know, another five years and I'm out here working out doing 60 miles a week on my bike, <laughs> doing purple push-ups and shit, eating, I'm only eating two eggs instead of four type shit. Be I'm hot. getting down a breakfast burrito and getting my burrito in a bowl. Don't don't wrap it in tortilla. I'm trying to lay off the tortilla. Ain't that a bitch? Taking all these and ain't nobody going to make it? Oh, I'm, I'm going to be hot. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be one disgruntled nigga in the line waiting to get judged. So, so be in if, the line. if you know that long ass cue that everybody waiting to get up there and be judged, yeah. where are you going? <laughs> nah, I'm going to be cursing like a mother. It's a bitch. All the way We through. all up here. <laughs> we, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. I could have had that apple pie. That's what I, I know that sound fucked up. That's really what I be thinking about. That's <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. I mean, I think even people, if, if somebody would have shot the text in, in, in 2019, was like, look, whatever you plan on doing 2020, don't do that. Just, hey, this Bro, shoot some, me a text. Me, this some, some things going to go down. You might want to hold on to that property. You might not want to buy that car. You might want to just uh, chill out on, on taking a vacation or whatever, right? Or you might want to, you might want to, you might want to do it to get it out the way, right? Go in and live your that's life. The name of this podcast: Shoot me a text. Shoot me a text. Give me the heads up. <laughs> Give me a heads up because bro. things ain't going like, right. Because I'm, because I'm, because I'm gonna always get a homies a heads up when when there's impending doom. Right. When there's some shit going down, I, be, I call you like, hey, Chuck. Hey man, low cal was gonna say, yeah, hey, you are famous for that. Like, hey, hey man, look, I ain't supposed to tell you, but. Da, 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 da. This about to happen. It's, it's some going, shit going some, down some, right hey. now. You know what I'm saying? Hey. hey, you know what? Hey, hey, listen, leave the building <laughs> early today. You know just day, hey, just go, just, just go, go, go it's home. Gonna be some shit going yeah. on up there. It's, you know what I'm saying? Plenty of times I'm like, you know what? Let me just somebody get out of here. piss the boss off. Yeah, let me get out of here. I don't even want to be yeah, around. Let me go. Shoot me a text. Shoot that's all I want. So that's unrealistic. God, God. It's going to move at God's time. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to question God. I would just really appreciate a text. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 it ain't even got to be a text. It could be. I see you shooting. I, I see you cracking some jokes, though. Like, come on. Hey, God, for real? Like, my nigga. <laughs> come on. It depends on what he say. It depends on what he say. Like, if, I, like if I get a text right now and he be like, it's over in 18 hours. Come on, my nigga. <laughs> 
Damn. Like, <laughs> yo, I had man. all this set up. 18 hours. Yeah. It's like, bro, that ain't I enough. ain't got time. It, it, that sounds selfish as shit. But it's like, bro, like 18. Okay. So let's say he shoot me a text. You got 18 hours. What you doing? 18 hours. Honestly. 18 hours. What's the first movie? Well, first of all, this podcast is going to be over. Wait, we we, we, hey, <laughs> we ending this the second you get that text. Is do 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 do. Man, man, I got eighteen. Oh, hey, Chuck, I got. I'm gonna let you know because because you, you know. You yeah, I mean, no, you gonna give me the head. You gonna you can be the heads up, and then you know this this whatever we doing right now, it ain't gonna finish for sure. But what's the next move? Honestly, I probably, I honestly, I would probably try to. Well, that would confirm the existence of God to me. Not that I don't believe, but there would be tangible evidence in the world. Like, this is really God set tripping. Like, he's finna get rid of our ass. We have we have shamed him. You know what I'm saying? We are no longer worthy of life, and he's about to end it in 18 hours. If I would be proud to tell everybody, like, like Kev, who led Kev is an atheist, right? Tripping. Nigga, I got the text. Tripping. Like <laughs> God text me like, right now. God text me right now. <laughs> And this is really him. He sent me a screenshot. He up there, like, you know what I'm saying? He pinpointing right now. There's a, there's a media Bro, you coming. you got 18 hours. So yeah. I would try to tell whoever you people could. Yeah. That, that God is real yeah. for people who don't already believe. And then, bro, I'm eating everything. And you just going straight to food? I'm eating everything, You going straight bro. to food? You not I mean, gonna I'm gonna I'm go, go fuck my family. I'm about to say, you're not gonna go try to see moms? Like, you're just gonna go straight no, for I'm the... gonna go, I'm gonna go, I mean, yeah, but I got 18 hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna spend like one to two hours trying to tell the world that this shit real. Okay. After that, niggas on their own. I'm going to eat everything on my way to my mom's house. So you're I'm not... Eating, I'm eating. When I tell you I'm eating everything, bro, I'm eating everything. You know, like, I don't eat pork. Right, you right, know, right. salty. All that. Down your, I'm running. What? Pork shops <laughs> running that up? I'm running everything right now. Because it's like, I but mean, think about it. The really digestive have, system can't handle that, though. Once you get full, that's it. I'll be throwing up. All right, now, now you're getting ridiculous. So you're going you gonna to make yourself throw so, up? No, I'm just saying. I'll just eat until I, I literally you sound, can't, you sound can't ridiculous feel now. my You sound ridiculous I would now. eat until I can't feel my arms. Yeah, you sound you sound. And then, if people don't know one thing from this episode <clears throat> is how much of a fat ass you are now. You just really disproved it. I'm telling you the truth. I'm, not, I'm living I'm not, my truth. I don't I'm, no, 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 no. About what I'm say. not mad at that. I'm just saying you just you sound crazy by saying <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I understand the shooting the text. I understand the fact that you want to eat, but you said you're gonna eat until you throw up. Not until you satisfied. Not until you know what. All right, I got that out of my system, and damn, I ain't had pork chops in a minute. That was cool. Like damn, some ice cream. Yeah, man, that was that was that was nice. I'm gonna eat until I throw up. I really. <laughs> really, really love food, Chuck. I love food, dog. I love it. I love everything about food. I love how it makes me feel. All right, I all love right. how it tastes. I love food. And and, and 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 I'm saying that to say, think about this. Think about this. We have platforms. You are nationally uh broadcasted radio personality. I'm you know, I'm cool in LA. Shut up. Um Think about this. We have huge platforms, national mm-hmm. platforms. Mm-hmm. You, you and I both are national platform Absolutely. having motherfuckers. The text that I, I mean, the, the post that I put out to the world, 
about the end of the world included me getting the heads up so I could have extra garlic butter on everything. I'm really about this life. <laughs> and for the record, I'm not fat shaming you at all. I'm just saying it's you the, sound the, like you fat shamed. The the look in your eyes and in the tone of your voice right now, like it's it's changed more than I've ever heard you talk about. I've I've noticed really that love. when it when it comes to food, there's a you we talk about you not having no no emotions and you being a robot. Food is the only thing that really like completely changes your demeanor. I've noticed that. Because it, it makes you pissed off. It, oh, I've seen you pissed off because you ain't got no man. You ain't got no food. Man, I, man, man. I, I've seen you not pull up to events because they don't have food. <laughs> Literally, like, hey, they got hey. food? No. no. Oh, man, I'm cool. Like, but nigga, they going to they gonna pay? They ain't got no food? All right, what would they going to pay? All right, I'm going to figure out the food before I get there then. I've seen hey, that. Hold on, look. I got one for you. I got one for you. So I my friend hits me. My friends call me and they say that they're cooking. Mm-hmm. They's like, come over tomorrow, we cooking. I'm like, all right, for sure. What like what time? They're like, all oh, about one ish, whatever. Bet. I didn't confirm my attendance. I walk in the house, I pulled up parked. This is my these are my friends 15 years. So mm-hmm. I, I I just walked in the house. Yeah. I walked in their house. I walk in their house. I'm standing at the door. There's people just all like sitting all in the living room. Everybody looking at me crazy. She goes, Crystal, look, her sister. They look at the door. They see me. They all looking at me. I'm like, what's going on? You didn't tell us you was coming for sure or not. So what you're saying is there's no food left. <laughs> there's no food left. I didn't even say nothing. I just turned around and walked right back out the door. I didn't I didn't say hi to nobody. I didn't say hi to nobody. I didn't hug nobody. I didn't greet nothing. I literally turned around and walked right out the door, got in my truck, and drove the fuck off. That sound that sounds like you. I'm look, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Hold up. Now, now because we don't have this element to the show, I'm about to try to add it real quick. Let me see. Hey, I'm on the air right now. I need you to uh-huh. give me the Twitter version of when I came to your house for food. Just talk about, just just tell me the scenario from when I walked in your front door <laughs> and, and, and then thereafter. Go ahead, go. I mean, you just walked in the front door looking for your food and it was not here and you left in about three seconds. <laughs> and I think you out the driveway. And what happened? And what happened? You walked out the door and... 10 seconds flat, and I think you sped out of the driveway. <laughs> 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 you, didn't say no. you said no what? You didn't, say, you didn't say goodbye or anything. Oh. And you did about to face out the front door, and that was it. And, and, and then your family didn't think that I was leaving. <laughs> They're like, he's not leaving, is he? He's absolutely leaving. You know, food here, I'm out of here. <laughs> See, just, I told you. I, mean, right, I call you back. I, I mean, I knew it. It's just that for the people that are listening for the first time, just notice. Any go back, go back and do your research. Whenever it comes to food, just listen to the tone of his voice. Just change. And I'm I'm looking at him through through the camera, so I can see like he's like really reminiscing on like man, like somebody thinking <laughs> of they, somebody thinking of they like somebody they they first love they first crush or you know maybe maybe even like a, a distant relative this is the same way he's thinking about gar- garlic butter right now this is crazy 
All right. Listen, so- bro. Hold on. Listen, let me tell you something. My ex-girlfriend, Brandy. Um, was it Brandy? I don't remember which which ex it was, but one of my exes would would definitely say to me, I want you to look at me the same way you be looking at your food. Oh, so that was like a real thing. I'm trying to tell you the I truth. Know, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I've I never knew you had those conversations with a significant yeah. other like that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, women have told me this over the years. Wow. Like, why you don't ever look at me like you look at your plate? Because <laughs> I love my plate. What the fuck you mean? Like, hey, that makes sense career wise. Like, I understand the passion and the drive that you have for your career, but for I, it just the food, it just don't it don't make sense. And my wife is a you chef. Don't, you don't know. I'm, I, I mean, I kind of have a connection to it. My wife being a chef, I get it. But damn, like I'm honestly, I'd be hot if 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 Tosh looked at uh, a, a plate of whatever she making more than she looked at me like on some passionate shit. Crazy. She said, "Why don't you look at me the same way you look at your Great. plate?" I said, "Because I love my plate. I love my food." That's why. All right. So look, let me let me let me reel it back in because we kind of got off topic and went through a couple of different things. But I understand you saying living your life. It's kind of how we ended off the last episode. Go with what you want. Get what you got to get. And it made me actually think about all this as well. Um, and I, I want to touch on one more piece before we kind of conclude it out in terms of you you mentioning you feel like everything should be Re, re um revamp revitalize kind of restructured from religion yeah. to everything and i, I want to touch everything on, i want to touch on that but i do feel that although i'm not as afraid as i once was of the the last times or what we're dealing with right now or revelations right i know for sure at least from where i stand as of today as of right i ain't getting no chip fuck the chip <laughs> fuck a chip anything that gotta involve a chip i'm cool on I'm I'm even okay with the vaccinations uh, to an extent, right? But I'm don't chip me down at all. I think that's where it's like, nah, I'm cool. I, I don't think I need that. I'm cool on that. That's that's well, just where thing. I stand. Here's the thing. Tell me this: What will be the purpose of them putting a microchip inside of every human? Uh, convenience. I mean, in terms of no. like, what you mean? For, from the, from the establishment, mm-hmm. if if somebody mandated microchips in every person, what would be their reasoning for doing that? On their side, or what would they yes. try to? On their side, on to, their side, to track into uh, like from a world population standpoint. Where do you go without this? Mm. You don't take a shit without this. That's the phone, right? Right. You they know, already chipped us. Yeah, we've already been chipped, bro. Damn. I hate you, dog. Well, I ain't get no chip in my goddamn body. How about that? You already you carry this on. You have this on your person at yeah, all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. But if I want to, I can turn this. I can turn it off if I want to. For those of you that's listening and not watching this, I'm holding my cell phone. Yeah. And what I'm trying to explain to people, I get it, is I that get it. it's already done. They've already made you codependent on your phone. You don't go anywhere without your phone. You can do everything on your phone. <sighs> I hate that you made me just realize that. I really do. Your wallet is in your phone. Really your do. boarding pass is in your phone. All your contacts. What's your? What's my number? What's my cell phone number? It's. I, I can tell you the first three, four numbers. That's it. Exactly. So therefore, you don't have any actually, communication. I, I might actually know it. Hold on. Let me see if I remember it. I'm not gonna say it, but let me see if the last, the 
last four is the one I have problems with. Uh, nope, I was wrong. Exactly. Yep. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I remember. My, I think I know my mom's number and Glass's number, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. I don't know nobody else's phone number by heart. My grandparents, uh, nobody. I could probably tell you five off top. My old, old, old first phone number that I ever uh, remembered. My mom's house and cell, Tasha's and mine. And I know the radio station. I know, radio. I, I know. Oh, yeah, that, that. I, I know how to get that. I know eight six six number. Yeah, I, yeah. I know how to get that one out. <laughs> but outside of that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Ah, everything, that's so true. Yeah, you're everything right. is in this motherfucking device. Your right. your location, your favorite places, your orders. Yeah, your yeah. order history is in here. Your interest, everything you've everything. eaten in the last whatever the fuck. Every time you order, yeah, it's in this. It's in this device. They've already chipped us. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. To keep it all the way real with you. The next phase, they even got these stores that they've experimented with uh, uh, through Amazon. Where you walk in, mm-hmm. I heard about shop, this. and you just walk out. Yeah, there's no, there's no checkout. Because what happens is when you walk out, there's scanners that bar- it, it scans everything in your cart based on uh, NFC. Mm-hmm. And it automatically builds your Amazon account. Your entire grocery list. Think about this. Amazon and Google, aggr- they, they aggregate data. Louis G's that's listening right now, aggregate means they collect data. So they, they're collecting all of your data. Every time you Google something, every time you order something on Amazon, they're collecting your information, which is why when you go to a random ass website, you'll see ads based around the shit that you like. Mm-hmm. You, wanna, you really want to trip out right now? Go to your Google account. Go to Google.com. In the upper right-hand corner, and, and, and people listening, they can follow, you can follow along. Go to Google.com. Sign in to your Gmail. So then when you go to Google.com, in the upper right-hand corner, you see Gmail. You'll see the little thing for all the Google apps, and you'll see your icon. You click your icon, and you go to manage your Google account. When you go to manage your Google account, I want you to go to manage your data and personalization. You click that. And you scroll down to add personalization. Go to add settings. And then you'll see at the bottom right there, it says add personalization. And it says how your ads are personalized. And you scroll through that list and tell me what's not true about yourself. Man, that's crazy. Are you doing it? I'm trying to right now. There's some things that you were saying a little off. So I'm trying to go through. So when you log into your Gmail. Just... I, got, I got that. I'm up. I'm out under data and personalization. Okay, so you're in the data and personalization. Mm-hmm. Now scroll down to where it says add personalization. Okay. I'll and see. click go to add settings. And scroll down and tell me and look at everything they know about you. That's just Google. Wow. And you don't even order shit off Damn. Google. Damn. Wow. They even got the bike stuff. That's crazy. That's what I they like, know about I you. like comedy. Wow. That's that's just from Google. That now think about this. When do you when do you buy shit from the Google store? Never. Exactly. That's just searches Damn, and shit Angeles. that you be oh, on the internet looking at. God. Damn podcast. Yeah, everything everything that I'm into. I'm I'm literally trying to find one thing that's like, oh no, this is off. That is correct. All right, so here's a here's what just tripped me out right now. I've been 
low-key, I haven't even, like, of course, I didn't post about it or anything like that, but I've been trying to, like, get into yoga, mm-hmm. and it has yoga on here. Bro, wow. what I'm trying to explain to you is that whole ideology it. that of we not being microchipped, that's just to make you feel better. You've already been chipped. Yeah. With the advent of the internet. The internet has completely chipped us. It's over. Let that go. That's why I don't be tripping about technology. People yeah. be like, oh, the privacy. Bro, you don't got no right. fucking privacy, no privacy anyway. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So you might as well utilize technology to your advantage, mm-hmm. which is what I do, which is why I'm well-versed in technology. It's because you can't hide from it. It's too late. You've already been, you're already fully into in the system. Yeah. If you good, if you want to go off-grid, good luck. I mean, you can go. You have to completely change your identity and stay off all electronics. But think about it. What if you're, what if you call your mom's house? That's well, it. Your mom has, everybody has cordless phones in their house now. Nobody has a real landline. And even the landlines have computers built into it. So that way you get the caller ID screen on the landline. Right. So that means that can be tracked. That's a computer. Mm-hmm. And there's towers wherever you add, wherever you decide to make a, a phone call at. Correct. Yeah, man. It's I, over. Yeah. So, so, so I'm just saying that to say, don't be afraid of it. And don't be like, man, I'm not getting no microchip. You've already been microchipped. You got a cell phone. You, you've been microchipped. Unless you got a burner phone like the trap homies and, you know, the little flip ones. Yeah. And even those have GPS. Mm. So it's like, in theory, you're right. Fuck that microchip shit. In actual application, we've already been chipped. Thanks. I watched this documentary and I think I talked about it before on a podcast. Uh, where it was said, it said, um, data, data is the new gold rush. Hold on. Let me tell you exactly what it's called. Data is worth more. That's the, uh, the name of the pop, uh, the name of the documentary or that's no, just I'm a gonna snippet. The, I'm going to tell you. For those that's listening, he just, he really just fucked me up. Cause it uh it I'm makes sense. You. No, it ma- it makes sense. I'm still hell bent on not implanting a chip. The Great me, Hack. But it's called the Great Hack. Was it on Netflix? It was on Netflix. I think I saw it. And they were talking. So they were talking about like the presidential in um uh, election and yeah. how how, they how data can interfere, how, how they hacked and shit like that. Yeah. But it talked about how that data has now surpassed oil as the world's most valuable asset. Wow. Hence data. why everybody's on it. Yeah. That's why everybody's taking your data. That's why That's why you see what's going on with TikTok right now. Mm-hmm. Like government, the government is fighting an app. Just think about that. So when I'm, I'm just saying that to say the microchip shit is, that's in, in theory, you're right. But in actual application, it's too late. If you're on Twitter, if you've ever Googled anything, if you have a Gmail account, because Gmail also is owned by Google. YouTube yeah. is owned by Google, mm-hmm. which means all of that data has been tracked. They got you. That's why I didn't understand when people were upset about the whole TikTok thing. I'm like, you know, Facebook. All right, whatever. Like, there's all these other apps that you're on or social media sites, they do the same exact thing. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, no, I hear you. I, I hear you. I all the chip is going to do is I make it, it so you don't have to carry your phone. I get it. I don't want to do that. Put it like that. Cause it'll make you feel better. It will. Okay. I, I can be honest about it. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna make me feel better. <laughs> All right, for sure. As long as you know that. Yeah. Now that's why I said I have an unpopular opinion. 
if they can figure out a way. I don't think I don't think that's um well, okay, it's unpopular because I don't think it's been flushed out. I if think- I can figure out a way where I don't actually have to carry my iPhone, so I'm you, interested. So okay. Okay. I'm interested. Okay, wait. I'm just saying wait, 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 I, hold, wait. hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not I'm not with the chip shit. I'm, hold on no. But if, if Elon Musk says, Hey, I figured it out. I didn't did this. Now there's a new device, there's a new way where now all you gotta do is just get this chip and everything that you can do, you don't even have to carry your device. You don't even gotta carry your 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 uh your laptop anymore. Cause you know how it was when 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 you had records and then you got the Serato, it was like, oh, mind blowing. Now everything is just snap of a snap of a finger. Well, to make me feel better, I wanna be able to take it off. For for moral, I mean for from for just for how I feel as a okay. human being. All right. But I would be I would be okay with an Apple Watch in lieu of a phone. Where the Apple Watch does everything that my laptop does and my nah, phone. I'm talking about a chip. I need you need a chip. I hear you, but I'm saying you we're just gonna put this in your brain. No or or, or your wrist. We're gonna put it in your wrist. We're gonna put it in your uh, wrist and every three every three to six months you can come for an upgrade or you can t- you can opt out. I'm cool. You don't want that chip? I don't think that that's going to be a problem in our lifetime. C3 might have to worry about it. <laughs> Are you going to watch this pod? Man, my dad told me not to fuck with the chip. He told me not to fuck with the chip. Hey, son, don't, don't do the chip. Don't. If you if you pulling up my hologram right now, son, don't do the chip. All right? Figure it out. <laughs> figure, figure it out. All right? Grow your own food and Boy, go off the state. Get off the grid. Don't answer no phones. All right, so we spent a lot of time on that, and, and I, we went down a rabbit hole, but I think that it's good that people are hearing. I'm, I guarantee somebody's probably hearing that for the first time and looking at their phone like, shit. And it's, I think it's needed. Those conversations have to happen because we are, I think a lot of people look at Rev, the book of Revelations. They look at all the, the documentaries and movies in the past, and they look at it like it's such a, a thing in the future and it's like nah we here right now we're we're mm-hmm. living in it the the future mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so you know do with that information what you must um i do want to definitely talk about uh the 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 nba um i don't know if we want to call it a, a boycott of the nba or it was just game five because it's breaking information happening right now uh the book the bucks decided not to play in game five <clears throat> of the uh, playoffs and obviously everybody else after that um, that was supposed to play from the, the, the Lakers to the Clippers and all the other teams decided not to play as well, all in lieu of um, Jacob Blake, who was shot. Was it is a Wisconsin, right? Shot seven times in his back. Seven times in his back. Another another display of excessive force by the hands of the police. I mean, we've had this conversation numerous times, um, and – they took it upon themselves to say, you know what, enough is enough. And I salute uh, LeBron James for using his platform. And a lot, a lot of other people using their platforms as well. But the reason why I want to spotlight LeBron James is because he's probably like easily the one of the biggest targets. And he doesn't necessarily have to use his platform to say, man, fuck this shit. But he jumped on Twitter. And, you know, from what they've been saying is that, you know, obviously they didn't play in game five. Uh, but we don't know if. This is going to be a boycott of the season or the playoffs. They're saying they're going to resume playing as of right now. What are your thoughts on this as as of right now? I mean, right now, like, it's still breaking news coming out as we record this. 
Um, Should they continue to play or no? I'm I'm good either way. I don't really give a fuck to be honest with you. I would love this this chip that we're gonna get as a Laker fan, uh, but I'm just saying that either way, I'm good with I'm good with whatever they want to do. I, I like that they're using their platform and and I like that they are, you know, utilizing their their method, their whatever they have at their disposal to to bring awareness to the issues. And but what I, I'm gonna tell you the truth, what I don't like or what I don't necessarily care for is the fact that we got all of these politicians, we got all of these political pundits, we got all of these people up in arms about what's going on, and we are looking to our athletes <clears throat> as 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 the people to take stands and stuff like that. And what's crazy to me, and I and I was talking to Silas about this shit last night too, was disturbing to actually both of us is a lot of these people be at work cheering on the NBA players leaving work. Wait, people of it, color. Say that one more time. There are black people tweeting from work, cheering on the NBA players not showing up to work. So it's like, okay, are you about that action? Right. If you if you're a black person right now and you are at your job tweeting at LeBron James, hell yeah, fuck that, don't play. What do you, how does that, how does that work? Like, explain that to me. Because if we're going to do some shit, let's do some shit. Yeah. If we're going to, if we're going to tear some shit up, let's tear some shit up. If we're going to be diplomatic, let's be diplomatic. If we're going to, if we're going to strike, we're going to all strike. Don't be at work tweeting, yeah, DJ head, don't go to work. Fuck iHeart. Make sure you take a stand and you at work tweeting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come, come with me. Yeah. So what I'm saying is don't don't I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, like you have like how many times do you ever hear me say, um, you know, uh, yeah, uh, the armed forces, make sure y'all sign up to go to the armed forces. I'm not telling nobody to sign up because I'm not doing it. Right. I'm right. not going to tell nobody to do some shit I ain't going to do. Yeah. That's why you never hear me say, yeah, let's boycott. Let's 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 riot or let's protest. You don't hear me doing none of that. You hear me speaking about the issues and you hear me giving my opinion. Well, I'm, I'm never going to tell. I'm, I'm never telling people to directly do something that I am myself am not willing to do. I think in all fairness, which is which is true. But I think all in, in all fairness, there's different fights for different people. So if, if if somebody feels like, OK, this is how I can make change by not showing up to work for creating attention or whatever that may be, then I applaud that. I hear you by saying, yeah, you know, but may maybe that person that's on the other side of the keyboard or wherever they're at, they're applauding LeBron for those same actions. Man, salute. Maybe because I can't do it. Maybe because you can't do it or because you won't do it. Life is about choices. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying it ain't fucked up and it won't be bad for you. Yeah. Like we, we, uh, this pandemic has taught us all one word essential. And if you are not that it's you check the check like everybody else. True. So with that being said, I agree with using your platform. I agree with doing all those things. I'm okay with whatever they want to do. I'm just, I don't like these people. Like for instance, the same people like these, uh, these trolls that be online while people out here protesting shit getting burned down mm -hmm. and people on Twitter like, yeah, that's right. Sitting at their house. Right. 
Like, don't don't do that. That that's not that's not. I don't agree with that. I don't like that shit. So, like a lot, some people call people were um, on me about like, why are you going to work for the blackout? And it's like I'm going to work for the blackout to talk about the blackout because my platform is different than yours. But I'm also going to work because I don't necessarily agree with that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that I don't understand what we're doing and I don't understand the call to action. If we're going to boycott, if the NBA players decide to play or not play. Okay. You got all this attention. What are, what is that? What are the actionable items? That's right. What's right. the, what, what is the, what are the, the what's the list of demands yeah. is what I want to know. I don't making statements is cool, but where are our list of demands? Well, That's I, like, you know what the scariest thing is? The scariest thing in the world is, and, and this is going to be a really fucked up example. But the scariest thing in the world was during 9-11, those terrorists that took over those airplanes didn't submit any demands. They didn't have any demands. They went radio silent. They was like, hey, we taking this shit over? Radio off. They just turned the radio off. You know what the scariest thing is? If I, In a hostage situation, I've seen these, I'll I, I, I be watching crazy shit, but I've seen these things where the scariest thing for a hostage negotiator, I would watch the Waco, Texas uh, documentary um, with David Koresh and the whole cult and all that. Fire. The scariest thing for a hostage negotiator is when they throw the phone back. They don't want to negotiate. Bro, so at the now it's like, oh my God, what are the demands? That's my point for this. If, if we're going to strike... Let's have a list of demands. Otherwise, why are we striking? And what the fuck is going on? That's when that's just how I feel about it. Like, what are we? And then another thing is when it comes to the to what I consider the hypocrites, these rappers out here, like these rappers out here dropping their albums, being like, Yeah, let's boycott the NBA. Nigga, you just dropped the uh, album. <laughs> right. You you benefiting off of this. You you like what are we like what are we doing is what I'm saying. So if we're not if we're not on the same page, cool. We don't always have to all be on the same page. But don't be that guy in the crowd cheering on the anarchists and you like, man, I'm not finna fuck nothing up. Yeah. <laughs> like don't don't throw the rock and hide your hand. I think one of the biggest things too is who are we going to listen to or who's gonna be that person that will stand not not even uh this person has to be the one uh, united voice. But I think right now you're right. I think there are, there may be people out there and I, I, I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest and say, I don't know, but there are probably people out there that have those actionable items. Like I know I've seen ice cube saying, look, you know, we need to demand something more from uh, the democratic party. And he had, you know, he said he's been really infamous about the old contract. Right. But has that really been, the thing that's been highlighted from not necessarily the media, but from the United voice of, of us, or mm-hmm. it's like, who are you going to, who are we going to listen to right now? Who's going to have that voice? Be like, all right, you know what? This person represents all of what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's ever going to happen. Nobody's ever going to, we not, nobody's ever going to be on the same page as far as like, not like nobody, but I'm saying black people or people of color, all together on one accord is probably never going to happen. There's going to be different agendas. This person might. Well, I mean, okay, let's not let's not say. I'm talking about majority, majority, because that's not. I don't think that's possible for everybody to be on the same thing. Everybody's going to have unique voices and all that. But you know, there's there's obviously certain communities that all right, they ride together. 
that you know this is what it's about and you you can't there's no way you can get around that who's going to be that person or organization we can even kind of make it a little broader than that that people are, are willing to listen to that's what i'm telling you there is not one singular or uh, organization that now that's that's why you talk about people voting their interests. That's why you talk about special interest groups. And that's why you talk about like galvanizing people into sex, into sections and subsections. So you might be like, for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. Me and you. If somebody asked me and you where they should put more educational dollars in Carson or Inglewood, what are we going to say? Go to, go to talk to the people in those cities. But what I'm saying is there's always going to be biases. Got you depending on what what's going on so if you talk to the board of directors uh over the school over the, the like the school superintendent he's going to want more money in schools gotcha. if you talk to the person who who runs prisons he's going to want more prison reform if you talk to like it, it just depends on who you talk to gotcha so what i'm saying is you're like right now we want police reform right okay cool we all want police reform that's a universal thing in what way though are we do we want do we do we want to defund the police? Chance the rapper says abolish the police. That means get rid of. Yeah. Do you want to get rid of the police? No. Because I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not trying. I'm trying to not trying to get rid of the police. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. We're not even on the same page fundamentally. So when you talk about we all need to be doing one thing or doing it, like it ain't never going to be that way because we all always are going to have different opinions and perspectives and POVs and stuff like that. You got a son. I don't have a son. Naturally, you're going to want more things geared to making his life better than probably I am. True. Whether it be uh, child care, child protective services, uh, uh, mental health uh, care for, you know, children living indoors now because of the pandemic, doing homeschool on right. Zoom. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all kind of shit going on where nobody is ever going to line up perfectly on one accord. That being said, that's why majority rules and that's why things are set up the way they are. If the majority say Donald Trump is the man, then Donald Trump is the man, even if we don't give a, we even if we don't fuck with it. If the majority say that, you know how this shit go. If the majority say this is what we eating for dinner tonight, you've been in the house with most of your mom and everybody. Yeah, and it's eat. like, all right, what we eating? Well, we all want Chinese. You want pizza. It's five of us and one of you. We were eating Chinese food. You got outvoted. Yeah, but I think that one, the one, like you said, the one singular thing at that point is we all hungry. We're going to eat something. We're going to eat something. And we all, want, we all want justice. We all want justice. So, and I feel like that's the one thing that no matter what side of the, the, the coin that you are flipping, it's like, okay, yeah, I might, you're right. On your side, I might not want to, I might not want to abolish the police, but I want to make sure they're not fucking beating somebody's head in or overusing their power. We already have a structure Correct. in place. So I, naturally, I would think that, okay, instead of abolishing the police, let's just figure a way that we can work with what we have to make sure that they're doing their job correctly. And what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Going down that that rabbit hole versus, well, no, it's my it's my way or your way. And if we're not going to do it that way, then, you know, we're not fucking with you at all. It's like, well, damn, we just had, a, we know at one point we all want justice. And mm -hmm. it kind of takes away from that. Um when you when you start figuring out well my demands are are more important than your demands no we all want the same thing but is that to me that's the, that's always the confusing part about this whole thing and 
you know, it just it just sucks that at this point we're still not as much noise is being made. Like perfectly honest, like I love the fact that that they said fuck, we not playing. I loved it because it it got people uncomfortable. And yeah. when you get people uncomfortable, you start having meetings and you start talking and, you know, whatever yeah. happened on those back doors, obviously they're playing now, but something happened where they immediately was like, Oh, all right, game ain't happening at six. Okay. We got to figure this out. Cause tomorrow we got to have a game. And from there, when you have that and you're right, you have to have those actionable items. Now, however, they decided to make it happen, whether it was an impulse thing or it was a little bit more strategized. They, as of right now, they see that there are results when it comes to this, like, you know, not just the NBA, you know what I mean? Shouts out to the WNBA, too, because they've been doing an amazing job using their platform, and I think they don't get enough shine for that. They've been – did you see what they recently did with the uh, the, the, the the wearing the, the shirts that had Jacob Blake on there and then they had the, the seven bullets on the back mm-hmm. as they were walking into the game? Like, things like that, it, it brings attention. Every time that I've seen them do press releases or um, – I don't even know if that's not even the name. Not press releases, but um, when they're talking about the games, right? before or after the game, they're always making sure that they're bringing up what's going on right now. I like that they're keeping the conversation going, but with the boycott or them stopping not playing, it feels like it's more of an immediate thing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, okay, we got to figure something out. And there's something that we have to do with that energy. Now, again, next go-round, who knows what it may be. Maybe this is a lesson they can say, okay, we see that we get those meetings that we've been trying to, trying to scream. Like, it's been four years since... Kaepernick took a knee and we're still dealing with the same situation four years later to the day of when they boycotted the NBA or decided not to play those games. What's crazy is, and I never was on the Kaepernick uh, train and not because of the kneeling and I believe in the patriotic military, none of that. It was none of that. I was never really on the Kaepernick train because one, I understood what he did and why he was doing it. I didn't like that his movement got hijacked into some other shit. And so I never got on the Kaepernick train one, because I never had a conversation with Kaepernick. I've listened to, I've I've understood what his message was, but like, like, like anything else, whether it's alcohol or gangs, I don't jump into nothing unless I fully am with it and understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. So that being said, I never jumped on the Kaepernick train. I didn't, I never, um, with Cap, I never wore the jersey and all that shit because I didn't never, I never talked to him. To be honest with you, but I mean, but like you said, <clears throat> that you, meant, you understood what he was doing it for, and even whether I understood from 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 the outside, yes, I never really understood what he was doing it for. I, I don't know now. Uh, another thing, and and just me being perfectly honest, I've been kind of critical about the Kaepernick situation because I also think that to say that he was blackballed for me, might be a stretch. And I don't know the inner workings of it, but to say that he was blackballed, to me is kind of a stretch because it's like it's like me and you. We could have done radio. We just weren't willing to move or do what it would have taken for us to do radio prior to iHeart. Right. So that being said, are we really blackballed or are we just not getting what we feel like we're owed? Those are two different conversations. That's a, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. So, so my, my my point with the Kaepernick thing is, and that's why I've been critical about it, is just because I don't really know. I don't have all the information. So I'm okay with saying I don't know before I jump out the window and be like, I'm with Cap. But now, that being said, I do understand the movement. And it's crazy that four years after he did what he did, we're having the same conversations. And now people are walking off the job. Like, 
it's not taking a knee. Yeah. He took a knee and played the game. Yeah, niggas is walking off the court. Right. We out of here. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> like, Absolutely. But- and 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 I feel like what he went through is definitely unfortunate. That Kaepernick definitely 100 was crucified for the sins of I would say athletics. In my opinion, that's true. But even even with all that being said, you 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 still hit on one thing. You said I'm a, I, you know I might not be with the movement, or you don't understand how I got hijacked, or you don't you're not with that. But you still from from your perspective, you still understood why he did it, and I think that that's what it boils down to. You can have your your thoughts and opinions as to what really happened, what the initial conversation is or or was, and what it got transformed into, and. Who was doing it? You know, who decided to take a knee? And, you know, now people are taking knees with the arms and like what it what it really turned into. But the one singular thing is that he stood up for something and you understood what that thing was. Mm-hmm. No matter what it got transformed into, this is what it's about. Yeah. And I think kind of goes back to my point of how we end up getting divided. It's like, yeah, hey, fuck all that. Yeah, you're right. There's people that hijack the movement, this, that, and the third. But the conversation is social justice this is the mm-hmm. reason why he did it and that needs to be and we need to redirect the conversation back to that motherfuckers still getting their head kicked in people still having bullets in their back motherfuckers dying on a daily and, and these are just situations that are on the news fuck the not you know even, not even yeah, there's people that's being, that's happening it's not even being televised and i think that's the bigger conversation is like that's what we need to be unified on same thing with this i'm sorry this bullshit with terry cruz like why the fuck he literally just tweeted out today, boycott Magic City. What? Magic City. Black love matters. Like, come on, bro. What are you doing? You're using your platform. Like, and I don't even, I usually don't even get into stuff like that because I know what <laughs> I know what trolling is. And it's like, bro, oh, yeah. why? Why are you doing it? Because it's some sort of distraction and you know that shit is working. Now we're not even talking about, you know, we're talking about Terry Crews versus that the the situation at hand and it's like come on man let, let's get back to the real issue at this point i mean it here that's my point though it might be the issue for us and not him nah yeah well let me not say that i, I I'm, I'm saying i'm right, saying right, terry right. cruz might very well not give a fuck about what's going on right now yeah and that's the that's the sad part about about it i know I know black people that don't give a fuck about what's going on right now. I know some. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about what's going on right now. They're like, man, I want my NBA. What the fuck is, man, listen, fuck all get that. Get on that field. I, get on that court. Shut up and dribble. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, it's never going to be all uniform. That's not never going to happen. So that's why shit is the way it is in majority rules. If the majority of the players ain't playing basketball, we get no basketball. If the majority of, if everybody in the NBA wants to play in the bubble and LeBron don't want to play, they get a LeBronless season. Wait, say that one more time. If everybody in the NBA wants to play basketball, but LeBron James does not want to play based on what's going on, we might just have LeBronless season. The majority is what it is. That's just how it's. That's just how it's set up because there's no other way to do it. What if he does that though? That'd be that'd be now that'd be wild. I kind of feel like LeBron. Is, well, his teammates wouldn't play. If LeBron didn't play, the Lakers wouldn't play. That's just my opinion. AD, nobody would play. Yeah, 
that'll be. I I think that he has a chance to really be the greatest athlete all the way around if he sticks to his guns on this. Only because now people may 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 or may, not, may or may not agree, but I feel like he's taking on his back. Again, there's other players and other people that have been doing it. Yeah, obviously, shouts out to Cap and all that, right? But I feel like he's such a megastar at this point where if he says, mm-hmm. I ain't returning to the bubble, fuck that, I'm done. LeBron this season. And the Lakers just, ah, you know what? There's, there's five players that say it may not be AD, it may not be whoever, right? But there's five players that say, you know, we, we just going to do it. I think that'll transform his legacy bigger than or as great as an Ali because Ali was, Hey man, fuck it. I'm I'm not, I'm not going to war. Crucify me if you must. I I think, I think, uh, I think it's definitely a historic. I literally, I tweeted, I tweeted yesterday or this week. I tweeted, said, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I literally don't know what the fuck is going on in 2020. I literally don't know or understand None of this shit. Now I know we tried to make sense of it with the Kamala Harris thing, yeah. but now this shit is <laughs> this shit is like this shit is beyond you know having a woman of color in the Oval yeah, Office. Yeah, I'm be honest with you, this is beyond <laughs> that. Okay, there's a there's an unsurvivable hurricane going on in the, in the Gulf in the South right now. Shout out, to, uh, you know, sending our love to Texas and all that. But, but there's yeah. a there, first of all, President Trump. Is a, is a, is either a genius or a moron, and I don't know. I at this point, I don't know which one he is. To be honest, I'm being perfectly honest. I don't know. He might be a fucking genius, or he might be a fucking moron. I don't. I don't know. Okay, that's crazy. That's one. We got this hurricane. We got fires all over California. We got earthquakes going on. We got a civil war going yeah, on in the streets. 17-year-old white kids killing niggas. It's like, I literally have, and, and, and then that's not even including the worldwide pandemic Make that the fuck top is going all on right now. Right, right. I literally have no idea what's going on. And I'm done trying to understand it. I'm done. So you just so you riding that it means out. I'm riding this shit out. I'm riding this shit out. I went and bought some more ammo for my gun. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He said, I'm keeping minds protected. I, I, listen, man, if you ain't got no priors, if you ain't got no, if you ain't got no felonies, aren't you, listen, you have the second amendment right to bear arms. And I recommend, I recommend that you do it. You know what I'm saying? Can can I, not, 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 not for the, not for the reasons of anarchy or doing something to somebody. I'm talking about just strictly for defense. I'm into playing strong defense. Fair enough. Um, I, I, since we're talking about it, I, I kind of want to just get your take on it as well. And not, I'm not definitely not trying to make light of the situation because I know it's serious. And I, I've been kind of tracking uh, the hurricane. I think it went from a category five to a four as it kind of hit landfall. And it's actually going through, I think it already passed Texas as of right now, kind of going through um, Louisiana. So my, my question is this. Now we, we, we're Southern California. All we know is earthquakes. That's it. And, and fires, earthquakes and fires. Now, from the outside, I've, I know people that are deathly afraid of earthquakes. You talk mm-hmm. to us, it's like, oh, that's just another 
they in the park, like, all right, roll yeah. over, whatever. You know, 5.2, whatever. 5.2, it ain't nothing. Yeah, but the ground's moving. Yeah, it's whatever. You know, you should have seen Northridge. And even Northridge is like, damn, that's crazy. But it wasn't, you know, yeah. with with everything happening, it's normalized to us. Has and I and I've seen people, especially on social media, when this hit or the news was coming out, you had people that was like, nah, I'm not going nowhere. I'm gonna ride it out. We 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 go through this every single year. Is is this their form of that? Maybe. Because I feel like from the outside, like you said, what would you say? How do they categorize unsurvivable. it? Unsurvivable. An unsurvivable hurricane. Now, from the outside, from somebody like me, us, oh, yeah, I'm packing up and going wherever I'm, I got to go. I'm gone. I'm out. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out. Most people will figure out, or most people that they'll, in their, in, out in that area, it's normal to them. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'll just go. I'll hide in the bunker and just wait it out. Or I'll make, maybe hop to the next city, whatever the case may be. But it just doesn't, I don't get the sense, and maybe I'm just not getting a good reading on it. But I'm getting a sense of they're on that. I'm going to ride this thing out as well and not even trip off of it. Yes, Love yes, it's that. serious. Yes, yes, it's a, it's a fucked up situation. And, you know, lives uh, will be lost, unfortunately. Homes will be damaged. But to them, it's, it's normal. This is something that happens every year. Every, there's, a, there's a hurricane season. Listen, bro, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the live shit right now at the uh at the you know at the devastation it just looks crazy like like it just looks crazy and and i know that they go through it on a regular basis but bro come on bro like that we've normalized earthquakes they've normalized hurricanes fine but at the same time at the same time bro like a hurricane is a is a different type of thing and and i know people look at earthquakes oh we got earthquake i mean y'all got earthquakes and we got this and that but it's like bro no this shit different bro this shit is totally i agree i I agree like i'm i'm i i don't see how somebody can sit there and say all right let me not let me let me get out of here let me just i'm done especially within our lifetime we've seen katrina and we know the damages it can do. You know what I'm saying? New Orleans still ain't right. Still ain't right. And Katrina was what, 15 years ago or something? Now, now that, to me, that's crazy. To say that, 2005. Yeah, 15, 15 years ago. That's wild to even, uh, that, that feels so, like yesterday. That's crazy. So, so that's what I'm saying, dog. Like, I don't know. I don't think, I think we downplay earthquakes because we haven't had a real one like a mother, like Mexico. They had a real one. But we we but we keep the the notion is, oh, the big one's coming. It's coming, it's gonna happen. And I'm sure it, when it does, it's gonna be yeah, a but, motherfucker. But the but the, the difference is there's no earthquake season. Yeah, the they're expecting this every year. Yeah. Every year they expected this. We don't know when it's coming. It could be today, tomorrow, or two, three years from now. We don't even know. We know it's coming. We just don't know. We don't have a season Do for you it. have an earthquake kit? Hell no. Okay. So, and that's my point. A, and that's I got my a point. Gun like, and some money. Yeah, but like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my point. Like, we know the big, we we know that the, uh, what's that thing called? The, uh, the, the, oh my God. Yeah. San Andreas fault. The fault lines is shifting. We know that, we know what's happening. Why not get prepared? 
So that, that's what I'm saying. Like, so so somebody from the outside is not from California that's looking at us like they stupid as hell. They know the big ones gonna come. Why aren't they getting ready for it? The same way we look at man, every single year y'all go through that. Like, what the hell? Man, we don't go through it. But we don't have our hurricane season. But again, but that's today, my point. That's my point, though. They have a season, so they they know when to expect. And they still, and I think a lot of people still aren't leaving. I'm talking to the people that aren't leaving. I'm talking about the people that are saying, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we know it happens every year. It's normalized, so we good. Same way we look at, oh, yeah, we know the big one's going to happen, but, you know, based off of what's happened before, ain't nothing too bad. You know, yeah, we freeway got fucked up over here and there. You know what I'm saying? Some houses got destroyed. Some lives got lost. And then a lot of people are like, it didn't happen to me. So it's it's not, it's not you know, I'm not tripping off of it, which is a, a yeah. fucked up way to think about it. But it's just, I, yeah. I just, I just made, making a comparison because it's like that's something that's not normal to us <clears throat> or people on the outside. So we're looking at it as what you described as an unsurvivable thing where they're like, no, you know, you can get through it, unfortunately. like, And that's not the best way to play it. But is it because we're not there every year and we don't have to deal with hurricane season? Probably because it's the same thing. It's probably earthquakes for us. Wow, man. Yeah, man. Love to everybody out there. Hopefully, you know, that, that that's dealing with it. If you decide to stay. Hopefully you and your families are okay. Um, and yeah, man, we'll, we'll obviously report on this next week after, because I think it's going to be done on Sunday or Monday. So obviously by it's the going week. all the way up to the Northeast, crazy. going through Philly. It's going, I mean, uh, uh, Pennsylvania, like it's, that's crazy. It's wild. Man. Cause you know, you get you, the hurricane garners its, its power from the sea. Yeah. So it hit this, it hit the sea. I mean, it, it, it built up over the, in the Gulf of Mexico it was going fast. And it's going all the way up and out of the United States, out of Pennsylvania, out of out of the New Jersey area, and it's gonna keep going to the, with to no the, water to that. I think to the Atlantic Ocean, yeah. That's not with that, no water. That's crazy. From the Gulf all the way up into the yeah. That's I'm looking at it. Oh my God! So not only not only uh, Texas, but Louisiana looks like Arkansas and Tennessee even. Jesus, bro, with no water though. No water, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Prayers. It's up. just gonna sustain it. That's crazy. It's wild, yeah. bro. I, I'll take the earthquake. No, I, I'm cool. I'm definitely I'm, not. I'm not one to say I'd, I'd like the hurricane for sure. For sure. Um, I'm cool, bro. I know we're kind of getting. Uh, we got to close out in a second, but I do want to shout out um, Big Sean. That song with Nip. Rest in peace, yep. Nip. That deep reverence, man. Uh, you guys got a chance to play it, uh, break that on air, and talk to Big Sean yeah. and Hit Boy, man. How was that? I, I was talking to, um, well, one, I want to shout out to Hit Boy because um, I was recording as we were playing it on the air when it first dropped, and Hit Boy just FaceTimed me. And he was like, hey, you going up, man? We appreciate you. He panned the camera, and it was him and Sean. They outside popping bottles and celebrating it in, at, you know, in the driveway, I think, at Big Sean House. And so I was like, hey, call this lump, call this number yeah. so we could put him on the air. So we put him on the air. And it was a dope moment because I, I told Sean that I really appreciated how he fucked with the West. Yeah. You know, a lot of artists don't really they don't really embrace us as much as they embrace our our state or city. Yeah. If that makes sense. So but I was just giving him his, his flowers for that because, you know, he put he put E40 on one of E40's biggest records in the last 15 years. Man. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's big. Like E40, he's one of our, our legends. Yeah. I don't think that 
I don't, and I'm being perfectly honest, I don't believe that people from New York or Florida or uh, or Georgia consider E40 to be a legend like that. No, nah, a lot of people were introduced to him with, with when Tell Me How to Go, like the hyphy movement. They were introduced to him then, or you know, with, with Texas. I don't believe that people in Texas probably consider E40 to be a legend like we do. Yeah, for sure. So for him to put E40 on that, I, on I don't fuck with you. I think that that's like that was a big deal. You know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with you. It's a huge record. It still is. And it it went like top five or something like that in the country. And I think that that's like Big Sean from Detroit. He don't owe really, he don't owe us nothing. Right. So I just say that to say, I want to give him his, his flowers for that because I think that that's dope. He fuck with Nip. He fuck with Hit Boy. Like Hit Boy is executive producing like on his shit. And like, I just think that that's dope. You know, that's just such, such a random thing for people for that's not from here to not only embrace us, but, you know, give back type of thing. Not not pillage the resources. Not pillage the resources. So I just wanted to give him his props for that. Shout out to Big Sean. Salute to Hit Boy. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to Hit Boy actually hitting me up. After I posted that clip of us uh, talking him about flowers, him being man. a legend. Yeah. Let me see if I can find this text. Um, He texted me. He said... Hey, you, he said, I still remember us chopping up. About, he said, I still remember us chopping it about that, bro. That's crazy. It took it took time to sink in. But it took time to sink in. But I got that balance going now. Just got to keep it going. Much love to y'all. Man, that's, that's dope. And he said that in response to, you know, us telling him he was a legend and me telling him, you know, a while back. So to give context to that, because I know a lot of people don't know, I kind of pulled his boy aside and told him to start to get in his producer bag. Mm. Like you are a producer, bro. Like you are, that's what you do. Like I get you rap, but, and I get that you got this label and you got audio push and you trying to make sure you trying to put your dad on and you got Tiffany, like you got all these different people around you, bro. You are, bro, get in your producer bag. Cause that's, that's where you special. And that's where you can take advantage of your advantages. I, I didn't realize how big that was me telling people that because people been hitting me nonstop about that. Because it's like about just uh, telling them to get back to the to doing them. No, to take or, advantage of their advantage. Got you. That's what I'm saying. So like just giving them that piece of advice. Um, I also want to shout out to Terrace. Terrace Martin calls me and gives me some game, right? Oh he man, just, it's all we, love, we, man. Turkey tacos and, and love, man. So Terrace, in response to a, a tweet that I put out, Terrace, I, I put the tweet that I put out was something about me not tripping about losing people because I oh yeah we talked about the last podcast yeah yeah okay so Terrace ended up calling me and we talked this is like yesterday or something like day before and we were on the phone and he was like look man he was like let me tell you what I think I'm like what so he says what you should do what you need to do is find a creative way to tell people why you are you said we all know why we all know what you are we know you honest. We know you keep it real. We know you don't compromise for nothing. We know you not, you don't compromise your integrity for anything or no money or nothing. We don't know why. He said, we know because we're your friends. Right. Me, TDE, you know, Problem and, and Chuck. We all know you because we all came up together. We all know this about you. YG, fuck with you because we know this about you. Nipsey, fuck with you because your intentions are pure. The world doesn't know that. So when you're talking, you sound like an asshole because the world doesn't know why you're saying what you're saying. 
he's like, you need to find creative, more effective ways to translate your why. So because we already know the what you keep drilling the what to us. This is what I am. This is what I am. This is what I am. We need to know why you are. Why do you feel like you're qualified to pull up to the studio with YG and Terrace Martin and tell them that they don't have no singles on their album? Well, it's because I've been doing this and I've been doing that and I and I this I'm a fan and I they, they, we need to know the why. And so I think that's something that that's I rarely get a gem from Terrace to mm. be honest with you. Like Terrace normally spoon feed me some bullshit, but <laughs> he says spoon feed me some bullshit. Oh but man, that was to me that was a gem because I do feel like I could do a better job at conveying, at explaining myself. And I think that I've gotten caught up in explaining so much over the last 10 years in doing this shit that I'm over explaining myself, which I've probably, I think I've told you before, like I'm no longer explaining myself to people. Right. I think that's a mistake. So I'm revisiting that, that aspect of my life, whereas I'm now going to try to explain more so that way there's clarity in, in the what. I think that makes sense. I mean, even from a radio standpoint, what's one thing we deal with all the time? We, we 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 talk about songs that's coming up, or we talk about a pr- promotion, and two minutes later, somebody calls us, hey, can you play that song? Can you play that song? Or what's going on with the money? Like, I just said it. I just explained it. But the the, the, the power in programming is that you got to keep resetting. You got to keep resetting. And I think that that's, you, people may have heard it on the podcast here or there. They may have seen a clip, you know, it's some funny shit that you said, or, you know, you doing something to uh, somebody that's listening or one of your audience members or somebody's tapped in. But again, drilling that home would, would definitely help out for sure, I think. Yeah. So I think for the most part, I'm going to start doing a better job at explaining why I speak on the things I think, why I am the way I am, kind of explaining more of the backstory. Um, and I mean, a lot of it's going to be in my book, but also going to start giving people more in-depth explanations. Mm-hmm as to why and the why is really just because that's how I was raised like that's how I was brought up it's just cold cut blunt honest my mom don't hide shit from nobody like we always kept it real and um if they if I anybody think- has been like a long time follower of yours a supporter of yours they would even off the bat your grandma like they would just see I that I was about to say that I was about to say that but my grandma is the coldest nigga ever yeah. like you know what I'm saying she don't give a fuck about your feelings, none of that. You got to think, two, two, the two main women in my life, my mom, my grandma, and those are two of the most rawest month, like people ever. Mm-hmm. And they're black women. Yeah. They're not even men. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. I've never in my, I've never seen my grandmother cry. That's crazy. Never. I've seen, no, I take it back. Maybe one time because I think we was at a funeral or something, maybe when I was a kid. Mm. I've never seeing my grandmother just cry and probably even that was just like a tear it wasn't like hysterical never like a breakdown i've seen my mother cry maybe twice maybe in my entire life i'm 36 years old yeah what i'm i'm saying that to say that's why dj head is an asshole you know what i'm saying fair enough i mean i i, I think again that right there, people are hearing it for the first time. They'll understand it. But like Terrence is saying, got to keep resetting. People got to keep, keep resetting. Keep I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep resetting. You know what I'm saying? There it is. Uh, speaking of homegrown homies, uh, real quick, I want to shout out Jack Harlow, 
All right. I don't think we got a chance to talk about the double XL freshman list, but he's on there and there's a freestyle that just went out. He shouted out homegrown on there. Uh, so salute to Jack Harlow for, for putting homegrown in his bar. Anytime a rapper does that, I think that's just fly as fuck. So salute it's to dope. Jack Harlow. And he's actually going to be on Problem's latest single with uh, J-Rock. Have you heard it? Yeah. You want to hear it? I, I want to hear it. Play a little snippet of it. It's going to be out. Play a snippet. It's going to be out by the time. It's going to be out by the time this drops. Oh, uh, well, then we don't need to play it then. I want to ruin problem shit. Well, no. If, if we drop it today, like after this, it's a wrap. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's a wrap. Because he just announced that Jerry Harlow was going to be on there. But yeah, so no, you've heard I, it. I have, I have the, I have, yeah, I have the, I had a record for like two weeks. You see, you see how, the, you see how he be doing? You see how he be doing? You ain't what? even say nothing. I mean, you supposed to be ruining. You supposed to be ruining from the jump. Like, yeah, I was just with problem. Man, he got a new joint. <laughs> we we were just talking about Jack Harlow when G Malone said he was uh, <laughs> G, G Malone uh, compared him to uh, who did he compare him to? Ah, when he was on Drake, uh, when he was saying yeah, he when he said, said he ain't hip hop. That would have been a perfect Harlow's segue. Hey man. Anyway, uh, I like Jack Harlow. Yeah, salute to Jack Harlow, man. That's that's uh, I, I definitely um looking forward to hearing that record now. Uh, we're not gonna have Wait, it's something else. It's something else I want to talk about real quick. Well, before I, we we gonna get a couple of minutes on this too because it's damn we we actually getting a little more time and we usually be done in an hour. But I, oh, I want to okay. get your thoughts on on this because um, I wasn't gonna mention it only because it's it's still kind of like pending and we don't know what's going on. Now I rarely listen to the Joe Button podcast. I'm not gonna lie. I was just about to say that. Okay, I, re- I rarely listen to it. I rarely listen to it. But there, and and, uh, and to be quite frank, it's because it's hella long. I just go for the clips. I go for the, what's enticing and whatever. But I found myself listening to a little more of the podcast that just dropped. I think it was episode 375, where he talks about uh, him splitting or ending his contract with or, you know, not knowing what's going to be the future of the Joe Button podcast with Spotify. And I heard his breakdown. I Honestly, I, I love what Joe is doing on the sense of the idea, right? I like that he goes in and, and, and explains his, his commentary, his thoughts on going into the deal, his whole situation throughout the two years, the bullshit that happened from their side, from their perspective, right? And why he feels like, all right, this may not be the home of the Joe button podcast moving forward. Um, and not just that, just, just for creators. I think it's a good example for, for people that are on the come up, right? That are trying to start their podcast or trying to get into media and don't have any sense of direction. I think that for somebody that's has such a, a huge platform to show other people by example, whether it's ranting or whatever to say, yo, look, these are the mistakes that I made or these are the things that happened, you know, take ownership of your things or, you know, make sure the your intellectual property is up to par. Or, you know, just make sure you don't get fucked in the long run because of X, Y, and Z. I love that. I feel like that's amazing. Like, and I said, uh, I, I said, we got to protect you go Joe. With a tweet. I, we got to, go I said, we got to protect Joe button at all costs. Okay. And then a friend of ours, friend of um, ours. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll go back after this, but go ahead. A friend of ours, uh, hit me up and told me that Chuck needs to explain this tweet because, uh, he might see it a different way. Now, when I saw your tweet, giving Joe Budden those flowers. I'm not mad at the concept because I like, I always love rebels and I always love when people break down the, what we call the fourth wall. That's a wrestling term. Um, it basically means when people break character, it's like seeing an undertaker laugh. Um, 
just so you know. So I love when people break down the fourth wall of shit and just don't get like Cardi B does it all the time. Mm -hmm. She'd be like, hey, guys, you gonna get the WAP video. Uh, we had to go back in because I, you can see dark. a little bit of fat rolls in my back <laughs> and we getting that shit edited out. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, like oh, oh, it, it makes oh, you want to go okay. back and look. Yeah. So I love when people break down the fourth wall and keep it real mm -hmm. because that provides you with a BTS behind the scenes of what's actually going on in reality. And it's not always a fabrication or a production. Mm -hmm. That being said, I listened to the Joe Button thing okay. yesterday purposely because I wanted to know exactly what he said in, in the context and I wanted to have everything. So I listened to it. I never listened to Joe Button podcast. I think it's too long. I think it's too loud. I just, I'm not a fan of his style or brand of, of, of broadcasting. Okay. Is it like that. the delivery specifically or just overall? It just, it, to me, it it's just sound like, a, a, it sound like him ranting for, for three hours. Okay. And I'm just, and, you know, and, and, and I don't necessarily, uh, I like Rory's perspectives sometimes on things because it, it seems articulate. I don't really care for Maul like that. Cause I feel like Maul, I, I literally, I've said this and I probably shouldn't be talking about this because I don't have no beef with Maul. I just, I literally don't see what he brings to the table. Mm -hmm. And in all fairness, Charlemagne has actually told me Maul brings something to the table. Mm -hmm. And I know that they have they shit. So Maul, there you go. Um, Anyway, that being said, I don't listen to the Joe Button podcast like that. I like you said, I'll catch it, catch ins and outs every now and then. I listen to this whole clip, and I think that uh, I love his transparency. I just think it could be it could have been delivered a different way, and that's something that I have to work on. My delivery is fucked up. Everyone who knows me or listens to me knows this. So I'm able to also identify when other people's delivery is fucked up because I understand that mine's is bad. Mm. So I just think that going forward, it might be difficult to traverse various obstacles and or contract negotiations and or business agreements with Joe Budden, given the fact that no one wants to be quote unquote outed in the same way. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when people be like, well, if you if you decide if you decide chick or you the Sancho, right? If you decide chick or you the Sancho, it's like, well, should I really go all in on this person because they might cheat on me too? So if Joe Budden is leaving Spotify, he's going to Apple Title or wherever he's going after SoundCloud, wherever he's going after this, in the back of their mind, they're they're looking at it the same way. Now, as a part of his rant, he was talking about how much money they were giving everybody else, this and that. I think it was kind of an unfair comparison given the fact that he was talking about networks and these networks have various podcasts on it. So if you're talking about they giving a quarter of a billion dollars to this one company or a hundred million dollars to this company, those companies have hella podcasts. You're one podcast. I did hear him say that he would like to evolve the Joe Button podcast into a network mm -hmm. to be what those other companies, what the ringer is and what these other companies are that are getting these multi-million dollar contracts, but you're not that you're a singular podcast. So then you not, you can't equate yourself to the same degree. So I feel like it was a little misleading to people who don't know no, the business. Right, 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 right. Um, but outside of that, I'm not mad at you get your money. I think that like I told YG, you can't sign a contract to be mad later. Absolutely. 
And and so, I, I give him props for even for saying that too. Throughout the whole process, he was shouting out Crooked Eye. He said, you know, normally I would have went, you know, a little haywire left or wouldn't have shown up. But he's like, I kept, you know, thinking about what Crooked Eye told me was was honor the contract. Honor the contract. And and that's basically what he's saying. Since two weeks left, and they don't know where uh, the podcast is going to be. I, I think they have an idea. And it, it, another side to me feels like this was a setup for that, which. Of course, you know that their their media professionals. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. I get it, um, but also the the one of the other sides that I thought about as well, as far as him becoming a network, it's like okay, that may be true. You know, he's only you know one entity, uh, but if what he was saying was correct and that was the full full story, I can understand why he would be offended if they want to pull in every other thing that he's doing outside of the Joe Budden podcast, like the pull up and you know, the, 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 uh, the uh, thing that he's doing with revolt and all these other things, like the, if they want to try to take that and make it a part of it and still give you a piece of, or, or it may not even been the the number may have been, I just feel like they, they were disrespected. I feel with what, well, I'm not going to say that cause I don't know what the number was first of all, but I feel like he felt he was disrespected by whatever offer that they gave him. Or, or at least try to, in the lack of communication after that, and um, yeah, I, I just think that the, it's it's still too early to figure out what the hell. You know what I mean? It's still yeah, playing but, out. But the, but the problem is, okay, the problem is one. Well, 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 let me get one more point out. My bad. And on top of that, Spotify, whoever you know, this is Joe Budden's. You know that's his personality. He's gonna he's gonna out you. It's gonna happen, no matter mm-hmm. what. So that that comes with it, and maybe that was in their back of their mind for saying, you know, we're not going to give them all this leverage. We're not going to do that. That could have been the very reason why they didn't want to move forward with, uh, with with giving him more or extending the contract or whatever they're claiming that it's what's going on right now. But they did respond. It says it was our desire. This is Spotify saying it was our desire to keep Joe Budden on Spotify as Joe referenced on his show. We made him a considerable offer, one that was significant, significantly larger, and many times. Uh, the value of the existing agreement and reflective of the current market and size of his audience. Unfortunately, uh, we cannot come to terms and we respect his wishes to find a new home for his show. And, you know, he's responding to that just saying, fuck you in that deal. Um, So I think, you know, that that's, that comes with the territory of Joe, but I feel like he's, he's put himself out there as that guy is going to tell you how he feels and and it it could blow up in your face as a, as a corporate. Bro, I, I'm just telling you. I'm gonna tell you right now. I just have a real issue with people who sign a deal and they be mad later. I'm very. I, I'm. I'm. This is the first time I'm probably say this. I'm probably not gonna speak on it ever again. But I'm not really happy with my deal. You know, with with my employer currently. That don't mean I'm gonna go public and be like this and that and that and that and 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 to be totally transparent, this is my contract year, which means I have another year left in my contract, which means we're gonna start renegotiating soon. And I don't know what's gonna happen, to be honest with you. I don't know what we're gonna, I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. That being said, I signed the contract though. You honor the contract, like you gave Joe Budden props. Mm-hmm. I don't give him props. You gave him props because he gave Crooked Eye props because he's honoring his contract. Mm-hmm. You don't get props for stopping at red lights or going on green in my book. You don't get props for being a great dad, for being in your child's life. 
You don't get props for doing shit you're supposed to do. What you get props for is going above and beyond. So what you get props for is the extra credit. You don't get props for turning in your homework. You spoke homework is mandatory. You don't get props for passing your test. You're supposed to pass your test. You get props for getting an A plus on your test. And I feel like the him him going above and beyond and and letting being transparent to other creators out there is what I'm giving him props over. Got you. That's, that's I get my that. Point. I get that. I'm I'm I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying that I don't give him props for honoring his contract, bro. You that's what you're supposed to do. I don't get props for honoring my contract because that's what I'm supposed to do. So that being said, I just going all the way back from from YG to Mace to the Locks to whoever it is. Damn, I forgot to bring that up when I just talked to them. But whatever it is, if you sign something, you cannot be mad later. No matter what you sign. I don't give a fuck what it is. Your leasing agreement for your apartment, uh, a, a deal, a multi-million dollar deal, whatever the case may be. If you sign it, you can't be mad later. You can be disgruntled, but you got to tuck your tail. You don't get to be outwardly upset for something that you agreed to. True. I give you know, and, I, and I, for me, I guess that was the sentiment that I got from him on that. I think he felt, again, from the way I, I took it, I thought I felt like he was disres- he felt disrespected from the things that took place after the fact. I get that, but but that wasn't in the contract. You don't get if you don't negotiate. Hence, hence, hence you know what's in our, you know what's in my contract? Mm. Vacation days, bonus structure, right? All that's in the contract, right? Just because you don't know how to properly negotiate doesn't make someone else evil. Got you. And okay, so so for him, one I guess bringing that up, that's this would be the last part of it. Him bringing it up and saying, okay, well let's talk about this in the next go round to extend that, and not really getting not being on the same eye to eye on that, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like. I guess I don't I don't see it as him not wanting to honor the contract. It's more or less of, okay, yeah, I've I may have been fucked. I'm you know, they 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 undervalue me for sure. But now they that, that. I, and, and now that I'm trying to make right of the situation, which I'm publicly letting people know so you don't get fucked, right? But now that I want to try to make right of the situation, you don't want to Resign, which they have every right to do. That's no problem. It's like, okay, well, I'm gonna let it be known that this is what happened. So that's that's where I'm just like, okay, the, he he's not obviously not gonna fulfill his contract with them and go elsewhere. There's a, a media push for him to go to the next spot. So, cool. uh, yeah, take your ball and go home. That's fine. But I'm just saying, if if you sign a deal, that's the deal. Mm-hmm. You Agreed. didn't negotiate vacation. Agreed. Period. So I don't have to give you a vacation. Got you. Because in the contract. That wasn't in the contract. Now, we could be boys and be humane about it. But if that's not in the contract, it's not in the contract. And and for context, for people that don't know, some of the things that he was mentioning, just to kind of give you a full layout, um, one of the things he was upset about was they were wanting to take Christmas and New Year's off, just kind of reset. Apparently, it wasn't in the contract. And they, for lack of a better term, was like, nah. mm, Y'all can pre-record, do whatever. They wasn't feeling that. Then a couple months later, the pandemic hits and Joe decides to kind of take some time off because his father is dying. And in the process of that happening, Spotify is hitting him up every single day like, yo, we need a podcast. We need a podcast, which, again, if that sign, if you sign a contract to fulfill it, I get it. You know what I mean? And I think that's the thing that rubbed in the wrong way. Now, since we're everybody's been the whole shit has been flipped upside down. So. Them not being able to agree to figure this all out. I think that's another reason why he's like, all right, 
I'm gonna say something before it's all said and done. Again, not out of Joe's character at all. And and not at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm, mad, I'm not mad at Joe for speaking up at all. That's 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 his right to do that. I'm just saying that the temperament I got was that he was dis displeased and unsatisfied. You have every right to be displeased and unsatisfied. That's not my point. I'm not coming down on Joe for being displeased or unsatisfied. I'm I'm simply saying, kids who are listening to this. If you are an aspiring rapper, if you are an athlete, if you get endorsement deals, if you are an influencer, if you sign a deal, that's the deal. First of all, read your contract. Period. If you sign a deal, that's the deal. If you didn't put vacation days in your contract, you should not be expecting vacation days. If you don't, if you don't get bereavement, if it's not a company-wide recognized thing through that company that gave you the contract where you get bereavement to go take time off for family members and passings and funerals and shit like that, you probably shouldn't expect that. That's all I'm saying. I just don't like putting a narrative out to people who are unfamiliar with the business because that's how, like, I, I'm not going to talk about all of the intricacies of it, but I had a meeting with a very popular rap group, huge popular rap group, and they had real unrealistic expectations on how the music industry goes. Mm -hmm. We want $2 million. Nigga, what? Right. What you mean you want $2 million? That's what we want. We want, we want two. $2.5 million. We want the biggest rap deal ever. Bro, that's not how to... Alright. But that comes from lack of information, and that also comes from misinformation. People putting narratives out there and ranting or being or saying shit like, fuck the label. Um, the label owed me $3 million, or I ain't never made no money off my music. That's not true. You made millions of dollars off your music. You may not have made it off your streams and your record sales, but you made millions of dollars off your music. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm very keen on those narratives being corrected because it's like you're feeding the world misinformation and people hold on to that. That's why I always try to, quote unquote, keep it real all the time. I'm trying to tell the truth all the time. So that way I'm never trying to spew misinformation because I know people are paying attention. Right. And, and to keep it fair, one of the other things he mentioned, too, is is how once he got that deal with Spotify, it enabled him to get other deals outside of that, which yeah, he said the M's were just the flowing. M's, they're just flowing. So it's like, OK, well, if Spotify not going to pay you or, or undervalue you, you can use the leverage of being with them to get a whole different bag, which he even said that uh, I think Revolt pays him more than the Spotify and all these other things. So, I mean, there's there's definitely different ways to look at it. But I, I wanted to bring it up because it's literally ha like happening right now and and um i guess we'll see in a couple of weeks where, where it ends up landing um but yeah man uh, I, I think it's important for you know just everybody to take the message that you can with that whether you listen to it or not or just kind of hear our our take on it is you know one of those things that happens on on a daily basis man and you gotta somebody, just be careful somebody, had, uh, somebody with the joe button podcast though should have shot spotify a text like you, hey heads up a heads up episode 375 Heads up. Just give you a, real quick you that text before we head out. I seen a picture. You was in the studio with YG and, and mixed by Ali. Yeah. What's happening? What's going on? Since, since you didn't give us the heads up on uh, the problem record, what, what, what's going on? I'm, I'm working with YG on his project, on his album in some degree, to some degree. Executive produced. Just, you know, say just, okay, all right, all right. You you gonna be that, involved? I'm just saying that. I'm your, just saying that your name's gonna I be on the was, credits. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this part. So I'm at. I'm at. I'm. I think I'm working or something like that. 
I'm at the studio actually. I'm at another studio. I, uh, and YG and Ali FaceTime me. They tell me the concept of the album and what they want, what they're trying to accomplish. Because Ali, they're already mixing. The album's pretty much done. Oh, okay, got it. YG waiting on a couple of things, but he got a song on there. Oh my God. He got a song on there, bro. It's definitely unexpected. I'll just say that. But they called me. They're like, uh, you know, we got this concept. We want you to come through and like kind of quarterback the concept. I was like, for sure, let's do it. So we, you know, I went to the studio and we hashed it out. And I, so I'm, it's something I'm currently working on right now. Oh, I, I like this. Executive head. Okay. I'm not. It's not. It's I'm not just saying. Like, I'm just. I know. But I just. Yeah, yeah. That's an executive move. I just. I, I like. I like that. That's I, I can't be proud of the homie. Yeah. There you go. But I mean, it's a lot of people working on shout out to Mustard, shout out to Pusha Rod, shout out to Ali. Um, was there anything else that we didn't mention um that you wanted to make sure we talked about? Happy birthday to the homie Corday. Changed his name, just Corday. Oh, yeah, he just dropped the a YBN record with dudes. uh with Roddy too. Yeah, the YBN dudes uh excommunicated him, and but I told him I text Corday and told him what I told him. And it's all good. Corday is that guy, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, he's definitely uh the most recognized name out of the crew, so he's not gonna have any problems. Um, salute to them. Uh, real quick, shout out to uh, the homies, Airplane James, Sham Ten Sixteen, uh, Katie Devon. Just some some cats. I'm just keeping my eye on. I just I'm loving what they're doing. They got records out there, just keeping them, keeping their their names buzzing in these LA streets. And you know, keep your eye out for all three of them. All right. Cool. Also, yeah, I also want to shout out to, um, nah, I ain't going to shout out. Damn. Pull back on the shout out. Uh, <laughs> damn. Hey, we're, that person right there like, man, he said he was going to shout me out on this podcast. Hey, man, y'all just wait for it. Wait for it. I got, I got everybody listening. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't. Damn. Pull out, gang. Pull out, gang. Uh, and I told you guys we would have it up there. It is on the site right now. I will be adding more stuff, but there is homegrown merch. All right, we got the shirts. Uh, we got the hats, snapbacks, or whatever. And if you got babies, we got a little toddler tees, too. So hit up the site, homegrownradio.net. We'll be adding more. Uh, but I told you last week I was going to put it out there, and it's out there right now. I don't think I've posted about it just yet. Um, but, yeah, grab your, grab your homegrown merch, homegrownradio.net. It's on there. All right, we done? Uh, I think we good. And we did a whole hour. I mean, this this is damn near like Lamoli days. We had an hour and 40 minutes. Jeez. All right. I'm getting hot up in here. I'm going radio. Subscribe, rate, comment. Appreciate the love. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. We'll catch y'all next time. I stopped it. Boom. Well.